0: Because <laughs> this is <laughs> our podcast. <laughs> I'm a money bags grave
1: digger. We're going from living to thriving. Okay, we are on that journey, Ain't nobody can stop us. You are now listening to the Bag Behavior Podcast. We are so excited to have you for another episode. Thank you all for tuning in. Yes. And fun fact, coming from me this time: what is a common name among Black American girls that translates to queen in Latin? A common first name that translates to queen in Latin. Ah. Uh
0: um maybe in latin
1: but it's a re- it's a regular name common first name and i'm in english for black girls for black women <laughs> okay that's a good try <laughs>
0: um um damn i don't know katie Five. Four. Uh, three. Uh, Shin- Shin-
1: Chene- Chene- was, you are queens as well but the name is regina okay mm-hmm. Regina, mm-hmm. regina Regina king mm-hmm. is a queen king okay and i, I specifically that. chose that because i did want to send some love to our nice. sister regina king today Christ. um in light of the recent news but yes her name means queen Aww. yes and we are the hosts of the bag behavior podcast who is we
0: michelle (laughs) who is we Mm -hmm. well i am michelle interior designer your new favorite scorpio katie Actress, mm. writer, mm. all-around Taurus queen. <laughs> we love to
1: see it. Yes, and we are back in the bag's headquarters where certain things change, certain things stay the same. So yeah. one thing for sure is we want to collectively ascend towards greatness. We want to take us all from living to thriving. And we use vulnerability to create strength and tell our stories to our sisters so that we can do the aforementioned rising.
0: Okay? Exactly. (laughs) And we also want to give a shout out to the Forest Factory for helping us to maintain those goals and, you know, collaboration and partnership. You know, we love them. Um, The season is almost over. That's kind of crazy. I know. They've been riding with us this entire time. Season two. Season to. I'm very grateful. Thank you to the Flourish Factory. Um, today's topic is actually really exciting. Mm-hmm. It's gonna get deep. It's gonna get juicy. It's <laughs> relatable. I feel like a lot of us have been here. Mm-hmm. Um, we're talking about career pivots, and so I have a definition given by um, the Today Show, mm-hmm. and in the pivoting in the sense of career is an intentional, methodical process for nimbly not. Navigating career changes. Hmm. That's a good way to put that.
1: Intentional. Mm-hmm.
0: Intentional. Mm-hmm. Methodical is also interesting. I think with the right motivation to leave to pivot, mm-hmm. makes that make sense. Um, you know, common reasons why people pivot are because they're not fulfilled in their role, no longer inspired by the work that they do, mm-hmm. but also that can be coupled with anxiety um, at the workplace and issues with the people that you're working with and so we're gonna dive all into that today, and I'm really excited because we have the perfect guests with us, our special <laughs> guest, a dear friend, Francesca Fontenou. Fontenau. Fontenau. <laughs> um, it's Francesca. A little bit about her, you guys. Um, she's a formally trained and certified intuitive reader and energy healer who recently launched her offerings and blog at francesca-eva.com. Oh. Very exciting. <laughs> Thank um, you. Yes. But we actually met in like media tech world. So before Francesca, um, you know, became who she is today, she actually spent nearly a decade managing million dollar ad campaigns for BET and Twitter. Um, wow. And in Twitter, she also made a pivot. And transition out of, like, the ad business to leading groups of marginalized employees under the D- D-I, yeah, yeah. That, that sector diversity and inclusion. And so she's done a lot. And yes. on top of all of that, <laughs> she's also my favorite DJ. Oh, oh yeah. Or, like. <laughs> or was. We'll get into it. Um, she's DJed for brands like Google, Chanel, the Obama Foundation, um, shared the stage with Sierra, and um, DJ D Nice as the franchise. Yeah, <laughs> that's my DJ name. Nice. Yes. So she's done a lot. And I'm really excited to hear about how she got to intuitive readings and energy healing because that is a huge pivot. Huge. Outside of me. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs)
1: to say the least you know
0: um so I want to start first with kind of understanding where that seed was planted So, (laughs) so was there a moment when you decided that you needed to pivot and in that moment did you give yourself like a date a goal this is when I'm gonna do it
1: um, it's so funny because as you were talking about the definition, like intentional mm-hmm. methodology, method. Method. What is it? Don't Honestly, <laughs> methodical. Methodical. <laughs> I was like, this wasn't that. Yeah. Um. Basically, I was under. I had like developed this chronic stress condition. Um. I was getting like hives all over my body. My mm-hmm. body was like attacking itself. Mm-hmm. And if I had to point pinpoint like the three main causes, it was getting over a recent um, relationship, mm-hmm. dealing with like personal family stuff. Mm-hmm. All this was obviously in the pandemic right and then work and I didn't realize I didn't consciously realize how much work was stressing me out Mm -hmm. until like one day my boss hit me up I was I was starting to take a break because of my health condition and like I was taking a lot of time off Mm -hmm. and my boss hit me up and asked me to check an email and when I reached for my laptop my whole body started shaking wow wow (laughs) involuntary oh movements yeah. and I was like okay I cannot work yeah. right now like I physically can't do can't. it and
0: that is I'm glad you listened to yourself yes we talked about to. that like honoring <laughs> those feelings that come up you know um, your body lets you know when you're not in alignment and clearly you are <laughs> not aligned
1: yeah um, so, so I ended up taking like a leave of absence I, I took I called my boss the next day I was like I physically can't work right now so I took a month off and then when it was time for me to go back to work I was like I'm not feeling it mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. I was kind of doing everything to avoid work I was mm-hmm. just like declining meetings I was like I'm just not my heart isn't in it anymore mm-hmm. and even like especially working in DNI during the pandemic when yeah, it was like right. every community Floyd. needed help yeah. like, you know, mm. xenophobia was happening, like yeah. parents were dealing with their stuff mm-hmm, with, mm-hmm. you know, kids um, being at home yeah, all the time. School <laughs> and, yeah, and like obviously black people we were dealing with our shit with George Floyd and that was like, it was really stressful where I'm like, Sh- shit like I have to be there our community, like mm-hmm. you know, my boss being in DNI, like we're supposed to be that support. Yeah, like create yeah. forums and yeah. safe spaces mm-hmm. for the black employees and be there for them. But like, well, I'm not, where's the yeah, space like, for you?
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: I was. So that was like a really stressful moment. So, um, so yeah. So fast forward, um, I took the leave of absence. I came back to work. I wasn't feeling it, mm-hmm. and. Um, then I was back at work for maybe like two weeks (laughs) Mm -hmm. and I had a meeting with my boss and it was like our annual, you know, performance conversation Mm -hmm. and he was like, congratulations, like you're getting the biggest raise on the team and like, this is your bonus for the year and like all this great news. Mm -hmm. And I just remember thinking like, hell yeah, I'm getting a, fucking bonus like i'm getting all this because i'm like i busted my ass Mm -hmm. and it almost costed me yeah my health Mm -hmm. right yeah (laughs) literally literally Literally. and um you know and in all this like going through all this like i was in a depression i was dealing with chronic anxiety like it was a lot Mm and so when he was like congratulations you got this raise and Mm -hmm. everything i was like what is money at this point? Yeah, literally. And, and I felt miserable after that conversation. Mm. And so the next day I was like, I can't, I can't do this anymore. And I had made a plan and I was like, okay, let me like buckle down for like six months. Mm-hmm. Let me do the numbers. I'm like, yeah. let me just, you know, intentionally save and yeah. like stack up. Yeah. But the next day my boss hit me up on like a Friday night asking me to do work over the weekend. And I was like, Nope. Since we gave you that extra money, here's this, yeah. right? Yeah. Right. And wow. so then Saturday morning, I actually called him, and I was like, "I'm done." <laughs> So no two weeks. I was uh, no, I didn't. Now it was the middle of March, and I was like my last day will be no April judgment first. if it was. Katie's yeah. <laughs> been there. Ah, been there. Nah. You can catch me by EOD. <laughs> yeah. Now so I, I will say I, my last day was April first, so I was like, let me get my health benefits. Let me schedule all the yes best doctor's I'm your appointment. appointments. Yes. Right. Wow. But I stopped working after I resigned. Like mm-hmm. I did not. I declined all his meeting requests. I was like, I'm done. Mm-hmm. Y'all got more than enough for me yeah. wow good for you Yeah, that's so that very how, relatable that's, the that's very relatable it because
0: is. I in my situation because I took a pivot but before I decided to leave I was definitely like a golden child too in the company mm-hmm. making all this money nobody thought I was unhappy they're like she should be so happy she has the best accounts and this da 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 you know but like the, after you suffered like with with ailments, like I definitely feel like I was very stressed out, and it was affecting my diet. I was like overweight more than I'd ever been before. I think I was stress eating a lot, mm. and my skin was affected. And um, stress, I showed up to work with two different shoes on one day, Michelle. I sweat, yes. yes, bro. I was all over the. I was not grounded. Like I was just running on autopilot. Wow. And but like outside looking in, I guess I held it together well enough. for People to think like I was just so happy. Dang. And when I decided to leave, it was a shock. Yeah. <laughs> everybody was like, the she plan? She's not about to give up all these accounts. She's not about to let go of this comfortable position. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, no, I have to. Mm-hmm. I absolutely have to go. It was the shoes for me. <laughs> it was, it was, a a me. A it
1: was like, shoe, damn, shoes in a low place. Like, at that point, I know socks I'll give you. I'm not even wearing matching socks today. <laughs> that I'll give you. But. I left the
0: house with two different motherfucking shoes. <laughs> <laughs> so funny too is because we had a client meeting that day, like in the in the building luckily they were young and black and cool but like i wonder if they, they they noticed they had to right i don't know i think it was like a Sam Smith and like i don't know the other shoes. they're like damn she's fashion forward like she in 2022 we in, we in, what was we in it 2019 yeah. <laughs> yes so i can definitely understand you know um how you have to just make those self decisions sometimes. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, too, like, as women of color, as black people, like, we don't come from that, from wealth necessarily. And you might be the first person in your family who has a high salary, who's able to do all these things, you know, help the family out if necessary. And so turning down that type of job offer um, or raise could, like, be hurting them too in a way, you know, and that could mm-hmm. come with added stress. Like, did you feel
1: any type of way about that? Um, I definitely didn't tell my parents for like several months. Mm-hmm. After that. <laughs> I was just yeah. Like, I just I want to be like, I know that they're not gonna get it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But by the time I told them, I think I was so grounded in my decision that they were actually very supportive. Like, because mm-hmm. right. I, I also like I quit and I was like, I'm just gonna travel and like not work for a few months and figure out what I want to do Mm -hmm. and when I told them that like my dad was like oh my gosh I I wish I had done that there were so many times in my life where I wanted to do that so they ended up being very supportive by then I think if I had told them like when I was still dealing with like what what did I just do Yeah, and that's like a huge part of making decisions too Mm because I can remember not telling my mom immediately when I left um, a company Yeah, Mm -hmm. because it's like I'm still processing it I'm freaking how to I I too have no job you know what I mean so I'm going through this experience but I know I had to do this for myself Mm -hmm. and sometimes the way that our parents react you know they might be adding to that stress Mm -hmm. so you got to let yourself have that moment for a few days weeks whatever Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) and then tell them
0: yeah yeah for sure that makes a lot of sense and they also are parents who are coming from a different perspective because back in their day like I feel like they put up with a lot of shit oh
1: yeah definitely stuck it out stuck it the
0: fuck and out. so they like oh your manager doesn't agree with you and you want to quit like it's, obviously it's not it's deeper than that yeah. but like I feel like when you describe when we describe some certain like workplace situations with them they just think like oh this girl like it's not that big of a deal
1: you know but that's like it's just like straight to like a, about the times like we have a low tolerance for that. Yeah. You know, like we are aware of our opportunities outside of this space. We are aware of what we can do on our own with the internet. Yeah. You know, like we have power yeah. in our bedrooms. Yeah, you know what I mean. To make a living. So there was they didn't have that kind of access and and the ability to see outside of those buildings with the right. office desks. Yeah, the, you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> the guaranteed traditional secure jobs that we don't have to be as worried about right. yeah. and the pension plans too probably mm-hmm. kept them
0: because that's not really a thing for us yeah no I have no plan <laughs> what <Yeah. a> is <laughs> plan <You> know, <laughs> yeah necessarily offer those they like match mm. 401k and stuff but like in the past like they used to build the fund for you when you retire from that company from that company mm, yeah. but you had to stay with them mm-hmm. left them day. it was it's, gone yeah so, yeah yeah. And that'll keep you there. That'll keep you there. Yeah. I think firefighters still have that. So like around the age of like fifty or something, like they can retire and like have that money there with them. But like you have to dedicate like thirty years. Can you imagine? Yeah. I was in my place for like two and a half years and that shit felt like
1: thirty. Yeah. I have not been anywhere for two full years. Oh my goodness. Anywhere. Yeah. Except this body. <laughs> seriously
0: yeah how long were you at twitter
1: over five years yeah mm. and that's a lot that I is know. a lot. I, I, I did bt for five years too so no. i, like, I guess five years it's just like my, my time. that's your time yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes.
0: so i wonder did you speak with like a mentor or like a trusted friend through this process like no you were just on your phone i was just like come out Wow, what about when you were, like, experiencing, like, and taking the time off? Did you discuss this (laughs) with anyone, like making the connection between, you know, your the work that you're doing and then the um, reactions that you're getting, and like, did you talk that through with anyone?
1: I talked it through, I mean, I definitely have my therapist, shout mm-hmm. out to her. Yes. <laughs> um, um, I talked it through with friends, but, um, but honestly, the other, like, issues in my life, like, the other aspects that I think were triggering it were also kind of overshadowing work for me for a while. Mm-hmm. So I don't even think I I fully made the connection to work even after the whole like body revolting Mm -hmm. Um, until like yeah it was like literally like that Saturday morning I was meditating and I just thought about all this stress related incidents and like toxicity and just situations Mm -hmm. that I had dealt with in those five years Mm -hmm. even going back to like coming from a company like BT where like it's majority black Mm to then like being the only black person in the Chicago Twitter office at one point like when I started so I'm shocked it's like it was yeah like it was there was just a lot that went on and so I you know so so it's like a culmination yeah over time that I that I just kind of like sucked it up I was like this is a job they're paying me you know Mm -hmm. like let's just get through it Yeah. but then I was like no like I really when I was meditating I just had this moment when I was I was like literally having like a flashback of all the shit Mm -hmm. and I was like my life is priceless yeah there is nothing they can pay me to keep me here and that's why like I didn't discuss the decision with anyone like as soon as I had that realization. Mm. I was like, I'm calling my boss now. I don't care if it's a Saturday. Yeah. I'm out. Mm. Good for you. Yeah. Good for <laughs> you. You know, I support. Thank you. And, day. Yeah, that's a huge, and it's like, we did talk about this, your body knows, and like, thankfully, you listened to your body at yeah. that time. I think you probably had some warnings before, like you yeah. were mentioning. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, in fact, you definitely had some, but it pushed you to that point where you couldn't ignore it, it anymore. At point. Yes. yeah like your, your spare guides are like <laughs> yeah like, Shake literally. <laughs> literally. I, I remember like a small moment happening like that for me where I walked into um the google offices at that point it wasn't the pandemic and I walked in it was gorgeous um beautiful offices and I walked in one day and I literally just started crying wow. walking wow. into the wow. office like I walked past the lobby and started walking towards my desk and I was like crying and I went back to the bathroom and I was like I don't want to be here. Mm. I don't want to sit at my desk. Yeah. I don't want to get on the computer and respond to people. like. Mm. And I don't really feel like I have a choice. You know what I mean? And I remember one of my coworkers was walking past me, and he was like, oh, what's wrong? And I was just, like, crying that day. Like, wow. But then the other aspect of it was that I got my period, like, next day. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> That's, so I know I was hormonal at the time. Not, like, yeah, yeah, but yeah, still. Still. <laughs> still yeah. Okay? It's still a I'm still like valid any day and I just, I I can relate to that moment. It's, Mm -hmm. it's rough, but you can't ignore it. Your body will definitely subconsciously tell you.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. For sure. Um, so let's discuss some challenges with pivoting. Um, I know that there's risk involved obviously. And you said you kind of just made the decision. You didn't plan for it. You just jumped right on in. That's very brave. I, I, had a, I had an extra strategy. I said, I'm gonna make this money and then I'm gonna be out and then you'll hear from me again mm-hmm. but um, you didn't so what's some, what are some challenges that, that you face when you made that decision were they immediate did they happen later on did you like sit with yourself and be like okay friend like let's figure this out what are we doing what does this look like are you going
1: to take a break too from work all together um, so yeah yeah honestly I feel like I was such a planner mm-hmm. in life like and a lot of the plans I made began to fall apart. Mm. That's kind of when I started like this soul spiritual journey. Yeah. And so I kind of don't really plan that much mm-hmm. anymore. I'm yeah. just like, I'm just going to try to trust the universe now. It's definitely learned something that I have to like yeah, continue sure. to remind myself of. But um, in terms of challenges, like, yeah, like I don't have you know, the six figures anymore. You know, right, right. Like, that's a challenge. Um, <laughs> a challenge. I was, <laughs> yeah, like, my, my, to be completely honest, like, my lease is up in a few months mm-hmm. and I'm like, I don't, and they're raising the rent by like a thousand dollars a month. Right. And I'm like, okay, I don't know where I would get approved. <laughs> yeah. Now to apply somewhere else because like, I don't have a proof of income. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I did, you know, after like, I took a few months from traveling I did do freelance consulting for a few months yeah but then I didn't like that either and I ended those contracts early too and (laughs) that that was also like a pretty abrupt decision um so. I feel like our stories are pretty similar. Other than the fact that you didn't plan. <laughs>
0: I'm just kind of where <laughs> you jumped in. This is similar. Cause, or maybe it's just like what people do when they leave their comfy nine-to-five mm-hmm. salary job. And then you kind of get into consulting. Because mm-hmm. I was doing that, too, with some friends. And it went well for, you know, a period of time. But then I was like, nah, I like to same it either. You yeah. know? Because it just starts to feel... The same, yep. the same, like unfulfilling work that I was just doing before, but in a different capacity. Yeah. Also, kind of more stressful because
1: there's no real structure in place. Yeah. The hourly thing was killing me. Yeah, <laughs> right. Waiting on people to pay you. Yeah, that part. Because that get me. I need that on Friday. <laughs> Every Where Friday.
0: <laughs> exactly. Interesting. So, okay, so you're just going with the flow. You're letting the universe guide you. Yeah. And so there's a spiritual aspect to this, obviously. So yes. what caused the spiritual awakening? I know a lot happened. Um a relationship ended. Yeah.
1: What happened with that? I would say I think when the relationship ended and then I moved back home with my parents for a while. Like, I was like, I just want to like, you know, create some distance yeah. um, back home in Atlanta. Were you guys living together? We were. Oh, okay. Wow. So again, during the pandemic, yeah. the lease was ending like right when we broke up. Mm-hmm. So that was a blessing. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, I was just like, and so I was trying to figure it out. And I picked up this book called The Clarity Cleanse and it's all about about like purging emotion like repressed emotions hmm. yeah <laughs> so I did it in with the intention of like oh this is gonna help me like get over this breakup sooner but I realized like as I was doing the exercises and stuff in the book that um I had a lot of other stuff that I had repressed, Mm -hmm. and my energy just started, like, shifting as I was, like, releasing all these, like, negative emotions, Mm -hmm. stuff that had been, like, Mm -hmm. just building up throughout the years. Yeah. I just started feeling lighter, and then I started, like, you know, my intuition opened up, and um, honestly, like... A lot of things happened, but the main thing where I was like, okay, I get it, was like, I was, um, a few friends came by. I was staying at a hotel at the time. Um, and they just came by to check on me because they knew I was just like, you know, dealing with all this stuff. And I just started like reading their chakras. <laughs> And I had never done it before. Yeah. And like telling them things that they hadn't told me. Really? You know. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow. Yes, sir. I- so yeah, like, um, yeah. And I think a lot of things happen to get me to that point. Even like me, like You know, meeting with a spirit guide and like Mm -hmm. um, someone doing energy healing on me and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So, um, but when that happened and I was just like intuitively reading their chakras and telling them, I was like, Mm okay, okay this is what I'm supposed to be doing mm-hmm. and so from there it was just like okay and then I started doing it on myself and that's mm-hmm. what ultimately healed me from the hives like mm-hmm. I was doing energy healing on myself.
0: Mm-hmm. I love that yeah. yeah. and was it like did you have a tell because I know I, I had this course that I took with a like a spiritual guide um, and she was saying you know how we all have these different clairs like we all have clairs and some may be stronger than others mm-hmm. and and there's also tells that we get from spirit spirit guides that let us know, like, we're hearing the truth, you know, or that something, like, is resonating and we should move forward. Mm-hmm. So when you're doing all this, like, do you have a tell that lets you know, like, yes, this is the right path, this, this is truth,
1: and move forward? Yeah, usually when I'm, like, getting a download, like, my head will go to the left for some reason. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's almost like it's coming in through my left here mm, so like yeah. that actually happened right before i left twitter mm. it was like you're not going to be at twitter much longer wow and that's how i'm in but at the time i was like but what what am i going to be doing and then wow yeah. that's really cool and my <laughs> chills on my left side oh really? yes so it's all mm. the left, the feminine side. Mm. Yeah. Is that left, the feminine side? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Uh, the rise of the uh, masculine. masculine. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> I'm like, did I get Am I? What did I have? Do I have any? No, I absolutely do. I haven't had any experiences that I can recall, though. Mm-hmm. But I definitely feel like I'm intuitive. Absolutely. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes. And you're on that journey now. You talk about it all the time. What with me?
1: Yeah. You know, how you're starting. Yeah. I am on that journey at this point honestly I feel a little bit like flustered and confused Mm -hmm. by the spiritual journey that I've kind of been like launched into a little bit before I may have been prepared Mm. you know what I mean and now I'm just like okay what what do I believe in what do I want to lean into how like how can I measure the results like what worked what didn't you know what I mean Mm. for me so I'm in that space right now um and I'm sure a lot of people end up there at some point when they start to realize everything they were doing before maybe doesn't work. And now they want to try new things in the world that allow them to be closer to who they want to be. Yeah. Um, so I'm in the middle right now. Yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Yes, it is. Amazing.
0: And I think all of the starts, the beginnings to a spiritual journey are like, kind of abrupt, like, mm-hmm. you weren't expecting it, you know <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying, like, even with me, like, I feel like mine actually started because, um, there was this guy that was interested in me, like, he challenged me on my, some of my views, mm. my spiritual views, and when I was <laughs> telling him about them, like... I was I was confident but I wasn't like firm mm. and I felt my foundation in that area was not solid mm-hmm. and that's not like a thing for me you know like I'm pretty like Um, objective and like I know what I like, I know what I don't, what I believe in and stuff, but like in that area I was like, huh, like I haven't really thought about this, you know, Mm -hmm. like and in relationships obviously like you know, spirituality and how both parties feel about it is very important Mm -hmm. and so in being challenged in that way is how I started it like obviously not in the way that he wanted it, he wanted me to take on his beliefs Mm -hmm. but (laughs) (laughs) you were ready, yeah I was like, uh, no
1: well, well, sir it's, be it's very <laughs> much <laughs> you have no idea <laughs> oh
0: gosh you have no idea but um yeah so I wasn't feeling that aspect but I was like sure like i would be down and listen to you know a, a bible study or whatever we could have that you know because I right now I'm just curious mm-hmm. and I want to see and feel what resonates even before I had like that type of like terminology like I feel like I was still always a person that just like felt it first you know whether this was the right decision or not for me uh, to move moving forward with But, but yeah I think that's very interesting like abrupt starts and typically after the ending of relationships we learn so much in relationships and this is why I love relationships I love the good and the bad because I, this might be the Scorpio in me but I am very, uh, I transform, like if I like after ending of a relationship I might die and just become a whole better version of Shelly <laughs> every single is time you know, yes. and so I I dig it like come through my heart is open Mm -hmm. and I'm leading with great intention so let's see where this goes um how are you
1: feeling currently about relationships um I'm definitely taking a break cause even after that breakup that I was talking about I had a few other uh you know
0: fling things
1: yeah things that (laughs) I think helped to definitely continue my transformation evolution and Mm -hmm. helped me to see that like you know I I think um just in general because i was so busy always DJing and working and traveling right. like i never really had i never created time for myself to heal mm-hmm. so that was the other thing when i was doing like this cleanse and like this emotional cleansing like stuff that i repressed was coming up like from even past relationships where i was like i was like that mean like you know 8 years ago yeah. i didn't realize that i still was carrying yeah. baggage yes. yeah that's what it is yeah so right now I'm definitely on hiatus mm-hmm. from dating and just giving myself space to heal from just like the accumulation. I think of mm-hmm. relationships, um, and it feels good. That's good. Yeah, and is really is that
0: how you feel about DJing too? So we know about why you left Twitter. Mm-hmm. What about DJing? DJing. What happened to the franchise? <laughs>
1: Um, I know. I know. my <laughs> <laughs> Um, a few things. Well, so the pandemic, <laughs> <laughs> that part, so yeah. you, you were doing yeah. lives. I did start, but yes. I, I got COVID right when COVID hit, okay? So I couldn't like jump on it immediately, but mm-hmm. then I did start doing lives, mm-hmm. and then my computer library crashed. Oh, and wow. that was when I was like, This feels like a sign because wow. <laughs> wow. I had never had happened before
0: yeah and, and you make like, mixes of yeah time. oh my gosh yeah. she's crazy with the transitions thank that's you
1: that's terrible yeah and I was like okay I could spend all this time trying to reorganize my music library or I can just like start actually practicing self-care whatever mm-hmm. that is I mm-hmm. didn't know what it was at the time yeah. <laughs> but I felt like I needed it yes so um so yeah so that was when I first started taking a step back and then I was like it's nice to have time with myself mm-hmm. and just like reflect more absolutely and and I started finding other hobbies like I got into poetry mm-hmm. you know I started like getting more back into yoga and just like really like taking care of myself mm-hmm. and not constantly being on the run yeah so you know I do want to like get back into DJing I'm sure mm-hmm. I probably look a lot different but um but
0: I I keep getting a bunch of similarities here like different (laughs) things that are happening but definitely like it all makes sense because when you just said like you have more time for poetry like I was specifically listening to the things that you're saying you're doing now and they're very much so surrounding with creation Mm -hmm. and I feel like that's what happens when you start to sit more in your feminine energy Mm -hmm. as opposed to your masculine energy because we all have yes Mm -hmm. we all have both And I have actually intentionally been like, um, I definitely want to sit more in my feminine energy because I noticed that when I was closing all these deals and making all this money, like I was very much so... In my masculine? You know what I'm saying? Like, cause that's what, um, that energy is all about. Mm-hmm. Like setting processes, making money, business deals, like that type of thing and being so busy and on the go away from home, not creating. Um, and I think that's pretty interesting that, you know, sometimes it takes like a earth shattering moment mm-hmm. for you to want to pivot and make a change like spiritually as well like it kind of goes hand in hand Mm -hmm. right like what we do for a living I feel like people want us to like compartmentalize it like that's just your job and then you come home and you're this person but for women specifically and especially black women I think we need to take more care about what we use utilize all of our time for Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying being mindful of like the fact that This is all, all all the things that we do, all of our hyphenates are affecting us on deep levels and um, we should be picky and choosy about what gets our time and if it is getting our time, it better be worth it. Mm -hmm. The checks better clear and be on time because all that matters Um, and it allows us to create more and I think that is what the fantastic thing about being a woman is that that comes natural to us yeah. when we allow it to you Absolutely. know what i'm saying
1: so what are some of your offerings and can you describe them for us yeah so I do energy healing and intuitive reading in my energy healings I combine intuitive reading because I believe and it's true when you so I'll I'll read the energy as I'm doing it because I want people to um, be aware of whatever caused different energy blocks Mm -hmm. because then once it's in your awareness and your consciousness then it's a greater chance of you being able to actually like do the work on your own to release it or like understand why mm-hmm. certain mm-hmm. things might be blocking certain chakras mm. so um, whereas like i think some, some forms of energy healing are, are like reiki and stuff they'll remove the energy blocks, but they don't actually explain what the root cause is mm-hmm. so i always try to get to the root cause like even mm-hmm. if you're seeing me about a parent relationship issue or something happening in your job and be like, and you know, I, usually I can read and be like, okay I'm seeing your mom's energy here, I'm seeing mm-hmm. something that happened when you were eight, like what mm-hmm. so that we can get to the original root and then release that mm-hmm. and then we can move forward Wow yeah. <laughs> Does that happen in meditation? Like, or
0: you're just reading? Because I'm trying to just comprehend
1: <laughs> your,
0: your gifts Okay <laughs> like when I'm meditating so when you're so for instance I, I think I pra- I participated in an energy clearing type of meditation oh, it was a guided okay. meditation and so like in that meditative state I'm like I was in a bubble I think and you're supposed to look around the bubble and like if you see any like um, like uh, dark spots or anything like that like that needs to be clean like that's an area in your like chakra wherever it's placed that needs some attention and needs to be clear and stuff Mm -hmm. like that so I'm trying to visualize I guess how this goes for you in your sessions
1: yeah so I have like at least 30 minutes sometimes an hour where I prepare for a session and Mm -hmm. I get like I do a bunch of rituals to like completely tap in and I Mm -hmm. say that I'm like a clear vessel where Mm -hmm. I don't exist Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, when I'm in that space then I'll you know I do my sessions virtually I connect with my Client's energy, mm-hmm. so that I can read it, mm-hmm. and I'll scan their energy field. I can pick up like where they may have like pain, like oh, you have a tight mm-hmm. shoulder here. Um, but with their chakra specifically, I can tell them, okay, this chakra is very balanced. This one I'm sensing overactivity. This one there's like no activity, mm-hmm. and then will you know like our the, you know the energy, the spirit, whatever you want to mm-hmm. call it, will help. To guide me in terms of like what needs to be brought to this person's attention, mm-hmm. and what I tell everyone is true is that whatever comes up means you're you're moving past it. It's mm-hmm. energy that no longer serves you. Mm-hmm. You're ready to like it's ready to be released. Mm-hmm. So like nothing will come up that you aren't able to like handle or that you're not like at least somewhat already aware of. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. Like no one's gonna like. Be like, oh, you know, (laughs) I can't handle this, I'm in a worse place than before, you know. So, yeah, wow. And then some sessions are like pretty light, where it's like, oh wow, you've been doing a lot of good work lately, Mm. you know. And then when I have repeat clients, I'm like, oh, like your solar plexus is a lot more balanced than last time, so like, keep doing what you're doing, you know. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, (laughs) I want my 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 ish checked out.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I never get. Got that check oh. before? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, got you. Yeah. Yes, that'd be great. And so, let me think. Um, I think you touched on it. So that was your energy work
1: and your intuitive reading. Mm -hmm. Is that the same sense? Just kind of the same. I mean, the only, the main difference is that with the energy healing, we'll actually release energy. Mm -hmm. With the intuitive reading, I'll just tell you what it is, basically. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we'll talk through it, which sometimes does release, sometimes um, just by someone talking about it and then I usually do like a before and after scan at the end of the session. And I'm like, okay, actually, just by you talking about it yeah. to release
0: that energy? So wow, yeah, I love that. And my next question is kind of obvious, but I still like to ask it to check in. Okay, like, so how do you feel now after your pivot? Are you fulfilled? Are you inspired? Are you yes. happy? Are you joyful? All of above. Or are you struggling?
1: Are you second guessing? Do you have any guilt or regrets? Mm-hmm. I feel like every now and then I have a fleeting thought where I'm like, it would really be nice to just, you know, have that steady income. Mm-hmm. But I'm also like, I can't go back there. Yeah. And like, I like, I love it here. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, from a well-being standpoint, I feel so much happier. Yeah. Like joy I'm traveling all the time mm-hmm. I'm like I, I just I love my life now <laughs> yes and I'm like money is money I think sometimes we give it maybe too much importance mm-hmm. we don't want it to control our lives yeah. or dictate it and I'm like I had I mean I'm very thankful and blessed but I had a lot of money between DJing and working mm-hmm. in tech and I was not happy mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, I'll take you know flying by the seat of my pants and pretending like money grows on trees mm -hmm. which is what I'm doing right now (laughs) and just figure it out now I mean ask me that again in another year (laughs) but right now like I'm good I'm figuring it out Mm -hmm. and I haven't like you know missed rent or anything like I'm Mm -hmm. I'm living I'm Mm -hmm. I'm okay (laughs)
0: that's excellent It, it is it sucks that in the country that we live in you know you can't there is this like doom associated with following your purpose following your interests your dreams because it's technically not necessarily tied to um the security the financial security that you need in this country to feel stable Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying so many things change and the cost of living is so damn high and so you find yourself having to make tough decisions like do I want to be out on these streets or do I want to just deal with this toxic environment or something I'm not happy with, you know, just to have a roof over my head. And so I think it's super courageous and (laughs) motivating that, you know, you have chosen yourself and chosen purpose, you know? And I think Jim Carrey said, like, if you're not willing to live like a year under something I don't know like low means or under your means or something like far below though for like one year then you care too much about what people think about you mm. and I was like that's a word hmm. it's a word because if you think about it like why so let's say like for even for me like having to um have less rent you know yes. since I decided to be a full-time interior designer so I had to like move I talked about this in our first episode like having to deal with like the um, did I say guilt? I can't even remember. You were mourning the apartment. Exactly. Right. I was mourning that because it 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 meant so much to me Mm -hmm. and it was like a goal that I reached you Mm -hmm. know and I loved it. But I do want, but the vision I have for my life as a designer, um, it required me to like just take a step back, you know, and put your shoes on correctly. Yeah,
1: <laughs> shoes on correctly like, for real. Let's get A and B together. Or we know how to get exactly
0: um so you know yeah it's it's I feel like it can be humbling but also very inspiring and with the added pressures of our society it just makes
1: it right let it go I just I'm like that you know yeah definitely ideal sometimes people kind of like you know projecting and stuff Mm -hmm, that's your financial yeah yeah okay Yeah, we good over here yeah (laughs) the projecting is like all that influence that we're surrounded by is what makes it difficult sometimes to make those decisions or to Mm -hmm. stick by them Mm -hmm. because like what's normalized and how people receive it Mm -hmm. I wanted to ask you actually how your peers received your pivot Mm -hmm. the people around you um (laughs) I feel like overall I think it's been very supportive and the thing I tell myself too is that like um First of all remembering my why and I'm like I didn't get into this to people please. I didn't get into this for clout or followers or anything. I mean, if we want to examine why I DJ, mm-hmm. maybe those factors would show up you mm-hmm. know, if we're being honest. But um I'm like, this is just what I feel called to do and I'm doing it. Yeah. Um but yeah, so like, yeah, some people I definitely like lost some followers. Mm-hmm. You know, some people I think don't really know how to talk to me about it or they've told me that it makes them uncomfortable whatever you know mm-hmm. and I'm like okay like I'm not forcing this Fine. on anyone <laughs> yeah. this is just how I'm living my life yeah. like, you don't have to live it with me right. um, but I think the people that you know are meant to be in my life are still there and they're mm-hmm. extremely supportive and, even, and I'm like no one has to understand it mm-hmm. right? but you know that's respect yeah just respect it yeah respect mm-hmm. and accept it like mm-hmm. that's it you don't even have to like yeah, it, yeah. <laughs> that's fine. It's like, also like not who I am. I feel mm-hmm. like we tie so much of our identity sometimes to our job, and I'm like, mm-hmm. it's something I do, but I also do a lot of other things. Like mm-hmm. usually, it doesn't even come up in like catch-up conversations because like, there's so many other things we could talk about. Mm-hmm. Exactly.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, well, this was a great conversation. Thanks, y'all. Can you tell the people where they can find you? You, where they connect
1: with you uh, book you yeah. absolutely yeah my Instagram is at Francesca F-R-A-N-C-E-S-C-A underscore underscore Eva E-V-A um, my website like you said is Francesca-Eva.com yeah, that's me that's me, that's me.
0: Because
1: I don't, mean, Yay. don't have a twitter anymore <laughs> oh wow <laughs> I don't either and she only does fun twitter I yeah. only do fun twitter <laughs> speaking twitter. of speaking of twitter <laughs> um we did get a receipt by Colony Reeves if I could speak English <laughs> um so yes we uh, still participate you. on twitter but we also support Francesca <laughs> so we, don't, we don't have to choose <laughs> um and you could follow us at bag behavior um on many many platforms bag behavior on tiktok bag behavior on twitter bags official on instagram Thanks. get with us on youtube Thanks. spend your money on shop for bags that store or donate you know whatever yeah um and watch us on vimeo
0: Thank you, everyone, for listening, and that's a wrap.
1: Bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cool. You heard it here first.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're right. you're right. Ain't nobody gonna stop us.